Behind the crown, gown, and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world. Through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline, as I sit down with title holders across the Miss America organization to talk about what life is really like behind the crown. It's the Four Points Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. You know, they say that absence makes the heart go fonder and I have to agree. It is so exciting to be back here in the studio sharing the stories of a lot of my friends and I am absolutely thrilled to kick off season two with our brand new Miss Indiana 2022 Elizabeth Halal. Eliza, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh my God, I'm so excited that you're actually here. I was like, how are we going to make this work? Because we're both busy students. You're literally booked all the time, booked and busy because you're missing Yana. I'm just absolutely thrilled that we actually have time to sit down and talk to each other. So how has life been since being crowned Miss Indiana? Like, I have to know. Oh, well, it's been amazing. Uh Um, It's been so busy. I feel like I'm not in one place for more than a few days Mm -hmm. other than school. So I just drove into Indy from Ball State, like just now. Yeah. Um, It's about an hour (laughs) drive, maybe a little bit more than that. I had a week full of classes, and now I'm on the road for the weekend to Mm -hmm. fulfill my duties as Miss Indiana. So it's been really fun kind of getting to live both lives of like a theater student at Ball State, but also being Miss Indiana, Indiana. which is crazy. Um, I'm also in a show right now. I'm doing Into the Woods. Yay! Playing the baker's wife, which is exciting because that actually, that show, the movie version. (laughs) 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 Uh, The movie version, you know, with James Corden. And Emily Blunt. Right. That was the movie that kind of got me into musical theater. So... Oh, serve. You know? Yeah. Now we're here. It's fun. Yeah, I know. And I just absolutely have loved seeing how your life has changed for the better since your crowning because my whole life I've known you you have been the most giving and kind person I've ever met like this job I cannot even believe it was you I was so sad I was not there when you got crowned I'm still punching air that I missed that (laughs) I can remember you leaving at intermission um (laughs) so you had COVID COVID. we all had COVID we We just didn't know it but you knew it I yeah I can remember your dad (laughs) Crit. <laughs> I can remember Crit coming backstage and helping you move out at intermission of finals night. And he was just like, good luck. And you were like, rooting for you. And I was like, oh, for- I was like, oh, poor thing has to leave. Like, this show's still going on. It was so heartbreaking. And I was, like, taking a COVID test. And we missed with- you. Oh, thank you. But I was back there with Michael Nash. He's like, okay. I have bad news. They might not let you leave till it's over. I was like, Michael, no. Like, I am not go. sitting behind this stage in like COVID prison until the crowning has happened. I can't even watch it happen. I'd rather just be in my car on my way to a hotel or home or whatever. But I was like, <laughs> so illegal sitting there with my phone, like right here, like right. right in front of me driving because I was just kept refreshing. I was like, right. who is it? Who is it? Who is I it? I have to know. And were, then, you on, were you on Instagram? Yes. I was refreshing the Instagram oh stories because uh, the social media girl I had talked to her, she's like, yep, it goes to Instagram first, then we put it everywhere else. I was like, okay, I'll be ready. Deal. Just sitting in the car driving, driving <laughs> the top five announced. I was like, oh, it's the top five. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I keep <laughs> refreshing, refreshing. Oh, my God, she went all thing. It and was I was so like crazy. in the car and I was on the phone. Me and my mom were on the phone at the same time because my dad stayed. My brother was there. So they were like watching. And <laughs> my mom and I were on the phone in the car. 
driving and we refreshed at the same time we were like it was so incredible but no i wish i could have been there so bad but i don't have to be there to know that your reaction was probably a priceless <laughs> b i'm just absolutely still so thrilled for you and we just we're gonna have a lot to talk about today we're gonna so do many. a lot of catching up i mean we got to catch up a couple weeks ago at miss harvest homecoming but Okay, Miss Harvest Homecoming. Woo, woo, woo. Yes, so if much you're fun. listening to this, it's, this is the first episode of the season, right? Like, yes. So Maddie just won Miss Harvest Homecoming. Woo-hoo. So she's going back to Miss Indiana. Yes, I am. Yay. Very excited for her. Very exciting. No, I can't wait. Representing um, that festival is something I wanted to do for a long time. And Eliza, when you had the opportunity to do it, I was like, okay, now I really want to do it. <laughs> well, Elizabeth's I remember, doing it. <laughs> I can remember you being there. Like Maddie, Every you year. always backstage. Every year. I was helping out with your dad, and the two years I competed, I was like, oh, love. And there's a really cute picture of us from the yes, night that I won. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. But then, And I have that, by the way, hanging up on my <gasps> wall, the one, little up. one you printed out to me. Crying, crying. So cute. But I remember when I passed on my Miss Harvest Homecoming title in 2021, mm-hmm. you were helping out backstage. I was like, Maddie, you have to compete. Like, why aren't you? And you were like, oh, like, I'm so busy with life. And then it was Dance, months later I, or whatever, and, and then I, looked, I couldn't dance, and I was like, Okay, let's do it now. Go I'm team. So Here we go. You did. Look at you. I know it's so much fun, and and the part of that was the same day Braxton was like, "You competing?" I was like, "No." She was like, mm, "Why? Why?" <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we have so much to unpack. Get into the four points, but let's take a quick little break, and when we come back, we are gonna dive right into style. <laughs> Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Today, I am joined by Miss Indiana 2022, Elizabeth Halal. And we are going to dive right in talking about the different points of the crown. And we are going to start with my personal favorite, which is style. So the first thing I like to ask my guests when we talk about style is, what is that misconception surrounding people who do pageants? And how can you kind of break that down for me? That's such a loaded question. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Wow. Okay. So yeah, there, first of all, there's definitely a huge Mm -hmm. misconception around people that do pageants or competitions of this nature. Uh, A misconception that I fully believed in until I was about 17 years old, this idea that you have to look a certain way or uh, just really focus on your looks and how you present physically. Um, But I've learned, and I actually, I love that we're starting with style and this question together because style is so much more than how you physically present. But, you know, how, how do you walk into a room? How do you interact with the people that you meet? And ever since my involvement with the Miss America organization, I've developed a sense of style beyond my fashion sense. Mm-hmm. I've had the ability to speak to so many people and really learn what sets me apart as a person. And that's going to help me so much going into the professional world uh, as a performer and knowing that the skills that I've taken away from my time as a title holder and as Miss Indiana are going to apply uh, when I'm in the room. Yeah, of course. Now, when we talk about style in the, you know, like what I'm wearing kind of oh, way, yes. what is your favorite gown you have ever worn in your life? My favorite gown ever <laughs> has not been seen publicly yet. Oh. It is my talent gown for Miss America. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. It's being um, custom designed. Okay. And I'm very excited. Um, but my favorite gown that I've worn so far uh, would have to be the red Porsche and scarlet gown that I won Miss Indiana in. Oh, yes. The Jessica Rabbit dress. The Jessica Rabbit dress. <laughs> yes. I love that gown. Um, I love the bold color of it. And 
I liked that it had a little bit of edge to it. It did. I, I liked like the it. top of it because a lot of strapless dresses, they are either like flat at the top. Mm-hmm. It had like the fun triangular kind of moment happening with the open back. I was like, mm-hmm. what a statement Elizabeth it just was sassy. made. sassy. Thank you. And <laughs> no wonder you won the prelim for red carpet. That dress was, g- well, and every other prelim. But anyway, Whatever. That, that dress <laughs> was so pretty i could not get enough of it like sequin dresses were so in this year i know i had one there were quite a few people who had one but like the way that you wore that dress oh my gosh i could gush on and on and on about it speaking of that dress and i mean even your miss america gowns how long normally does it take you to find the one (laughs) (laughs) so the red gown i actually my directors had been, it was at Miss Pris in Lexington, Kentucky. Love, love. My local directors had been shopping there the day before with my teen. And I got there and they were like, we've picked out your gown. And they showed me the red gown. And I was like, okay, like mm. I'll try it on whatever. I was like, it's pretty. Like, is it the dress? And then I put it on, very first thing I put on. And I, like my jaw was on the floor. I was like, this is the gown. So we went and I tried on, I would say probably like 10 or 15 other dresses. Just to make sure. Yeah, well, things that were more of kind of the traditional, quote, pageant style. Because mm-hmm. um, your one last year was very, or the one the year before that you went as Miss Harvest Homecoming yes. in, that one I felt was like a very classy Miss, yeah. it was very much giving like Miss Indiana competition dress. It was just, that one was also so stunning. You and Jewel stunning. Tones is just Thank incredible. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, when... Once I had put on about 10 other dresses, I was like, no, it's the red one. It's It's the the red red one. one." And nothing was comparing. And um, yeah, yeah, I just I loved getting to wear that on stage. It It made me feel like a princess. And I think my favorite picture, like some people like have a connection to a dress. And like I could tell how much you love that dress. You put a picture after Miss Indiana had happened where you had first tried it on and your hands are like around your waist and you are just like feeling yourself in that dress. I was like, yeah, of course she picked that one. She looks like. Just an elevated version of herself in that dress. I was Aww. like, that is that is so Eliza. Um, so what about Miss America? How was the process of designing a dress? I'm so excited. I get to do that for Miss Indiana this year, but I want to know what it was like for you. Okay, so I'll touch on the evening gown first. The evening yes. gown story is we went to Miss Press. We were there in the morning, and we had tried on a bunch of really beautiful dresses, and I, I landed on a dress. You I was did. Like, this is the dress. <gasps> and... Later, after I had met with my, uh, with the designer for mm-hmm. my talent gown, Erin is my state director. And she was like, I want you to try on this gown that he brought with him. And I was <laughs> like, okay, like, just for fun, whatever. And then we put it on. And we were like, ah, forget the first dress. This is my Miss America gown. Oh, uh, yeah. So that one is not custom, but it is by the same designer that's doing my talent gown. Who was doing your talent um, gown? Caesar Solorzano. Oh, he, fancy name. Very fancy name. He was a blast to work with. Um, we had a lot of fun that day. But working with him um, on my talent gown, he came in. We had told him what I was doing for my talent prior. And he did his research on the show and everything. <gasps> and he came and he was like, here's my vision. And I was like, absolutely, that's exactly what it is. So we tried on a few gowns that he had already made to kind mm-hmm. of look at necklines and things that we liked. And what we landed on is so cool um <laughs> i feel like a villain in it oh like it's super edgy okay um which fits because we're going we're taking a little bit of edgier approach on 
my talent. So oh, I think it'll be a little bit out of the box. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. And you just created the perfect segue to talk about your talent style. So <laughs> you guys can't see her, but she's like dancing in the studio right now. <laughs> so Elizabeth, how does your talent routine just kind of wrap into how you are as a person, kind of your story in this organization? How does your talent routine just really embody Elizabeth Halal? So I am a musical theater performer uh, yes. by trade. I'm a senior at Ball State right now, studying for my BFA, and I have been in love with performing pretty much my whole life, and performing is actually what got me into competing mm-hmm. in the Miss America organization. I had a family friend come up to me when I was 17, and she was like, you should do this, and originally I said no, but eventually she convinced me, <laughs> yeah. and what convinced me was, one, the scholarship money, and mm-hmm. two, like getting to perform on stage and having yeah. that opportunity picking out and rehearsing and performing my talent has always been my favorite part of competing and I've had a few songs uh, over the past couple of years mm-hmm. but the one that I'm doing I just think really encapsulates um, who I am as a person and the journey that I've been on personally mm-hmm. because when I started competing I was super insecure and mm-hmm. shy and I didn't really have my own voice and I think that through this organization and you know also just mm-hmm. being a young woman growing up in the world um, I've stepped into this really powerful sense of who I am and what I dream of and (laughs) I just love my song I think that it really reflects that side of me all right and do you want to share what your song is yeah I'm I'm keeping my state talent so I'll be performing uh, defying gravity from wicked oh my gosh which is risky I know that it was risky at state and it served me well it served you so good it's risky only for people who can't handle it and you handle it you actually tackle it and do it so well thank you literally jaw dropped the second guys the second i heard elizabeth practice her talent the night before preliminary started i said okay yeah we can all leave she's miss <laughs> indiana guys pack it up it Let's was go. so uh funny just when i when i arrived at miss indiana people be like what are you singing this year and i was like oh i'm doing fine gravity they'd be like this is their it was like their eyes went wide they were like oh, oh like okay. why would you sing that why would you well, because the year before, <laughs> it was Heart of Stone, right? That was your right. state talent. And right. that song is another one that suits you so well. Thank you. It was beautiful. I loved that one. I mean, you went av- you went ahead and advanced to top 11 on your first mm-hmm. trip. And, I mean, that song was so powerful watching the videos back and, like, hearing it. Because I was watching it on the live stream. I was like, that is so- that's such a good song for her in the dress, the Megara uh, dress. Meg. I So, <laughs> side note, I name all of my dresses. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that purple gown that I wore for Heart of Stone, her name is Meg. What is the name for your your state talent gown, the one that you wore at state? My state talent gown is named Idina. Okay. But my Miss America talent gown is named Elfie. Okay, I figured one of them had to have been Elfie. And what are you calling your Miss America, like, evening gown? So this one, <laughs> she doesn't have a name yet. Um, I... I consider naming her after the first Miss America. Okay. It's like a little ode. But I was like, maybe I'll just name her Miss America because maybe I would want to be Miss America. And, that <laughs> and it ma- you feel like Miss America I in do, the dress. So maybe that's, that's incredible. No, and my favorite one of your dresses is your little short red dress that you named Barbara. Barbara! That you sing Don't Rain on My Parade in. <laughs> it has this fabulous um, feather sleeve. sleeve, the shoulder and the cuff of the sleeve both have feathers and it's sparkly oh my gosh fun. it's so fun i remember when she walked in to harvest she's like guys i brought barbara <laughs> you guys I was like, like who's barbara? who is barbara she's like 
who no the dress is barbara the dress is barbara. this is barbara guys it, yeah <laughs> barbara sisters yeah and we're talking a lot about you know broadway songs and <laughs> broadway performers which is a really great segue to start talking about your social impact initiative so do Woo-hoo. you want to <laughs> sorry i'm excited <laughs> do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what your social impact initiative is and what your mission is with it yes My social impact initiative is entitled The AAA Project, Accessibility to the Arts for All. Um, And the story of how I got to that, it's actually, it's been a lifetime journey leading up to that. I grew up, I was super interested, like I said before, in performing, and that was something I really, really dreamt of. But my family did not have a lot of money to spend on dance classes and Mm -hmm. things like that. And there was a local dance studio owner Mm -hmm. that um, we We actually danced 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 with. And she basically made a deal with my parents where, like, I could keep studying even though we didn't have a lot of money. And uh, I took some ballet and top classes that year, and that kind of uh, fostered my love for performance Mm -hmm. and eventually uh, made its way into the theater world, which obviously is where I am now. But I just I'm so thankful for the opportunities that have been presented to me as an artist and just a person. Like, being involved with the arts just gives you a lot of skills that you can learn and so I want to give that back to people. I focus on providing artistic opportunities to uh, low-income students, to people in nursing homes and care centers. And we're on the nonprofit process right now. <gasps> Yay! Uh, we got LLC status, so we're one step closer. Um, my goal is eventually to grow that to where um, we're able to directly transfer scholarship funds to students. So we'll set up a, um, a program where people can donate and people can send in applications like I want to do the arts, and mm-hmm. this is what I want to do, and this is how much I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm really excited to see how that grows over the next year as Miss Indiana. Yeah, I know. I absolutely love your initiative. I'm also an arts advocate. We both kind of went through the whole arts thing together, dancing at the same studio and then transferring to the same studio again (laughs) and then doing theater at the rival high school. So we've always kind of been in that same arena. And a lot of the times the arts are something that requires a lot of like live advocacy. So Mm -hmm. how have you taken the AAA project and expanded it into, I guess, kind of the web universe and kind of made it universally accessible while you're trying to make the arts accessible all as well okay so we have social media pages uh instagram facebook those are geared toward actually educating people on artistic resources Mm -hmm. making things that are virtual being like hey this is this free online dance class this was actually something we started Mm -hmm. during covid during quarantine when that was really really big here's this free online dance class like go here um but it also educates people on the visual arts Mm -hmm. and sort of history behind that because i think that it's so important for artists of all backgrounds to have um, a really strong base and that education is sometimes something that um, is really inaccessible or something that you can just like where do I start Um, so I I try to on social media provide Mm -hmm. it that way Um, and we also have a website and on the website again taking people to where they can get specific resources and we have blogs where we do advocacy Mm -hmm. Um, so mainly our online resources are more meant um, as a springboard to like yeah. get attention toward the AAA project. Mm-hmm. And of course, once we get nonprofit status, we'll be able to set up actual 
donors instead of just partnerships with yeah. other organizations. No, it's incredible. And I've the growth that you've kind of you've really dig, dug into it as soon as you became Miss Indiana. Mm-hmm. You had already been working on the initiative a lot and I've been following it since you started it, but you really got in, got your hands dirty and started working on the online presence and I love it. I love Thank the you. visual arts education cuz that's not a part of it that I've always found a lot of interest in. I'm more of a performing arts, but I love how you feature different artists and like their style. I just think it's super super cool. Thank you. So what do you think so far with the AAA project has been your favorite project that you worked on or a fundraiser that you've done? Like what have you done so far that just has really touched you and has just really stuck out to you? The very first project actually (laughs) that I did with the AAA project was a fundraiser for the Send a Troop grant, uh, Mm -hmm. which is offered through the Educational Theater Association. Basically every year EDTA hosts this huge festival for theater students, thespians all over the country. It's actually now hosted in Indiana, Uh, which is pretty exciting. Um, And it's just this awesome opportunity for performers and technicians to um, have this training and this experience and the networking at Mm -hmm. a young age. And it was something at a festival I attended three times in high school. And so the very first thing I did with the AAA project was to have a fundraiser so that low-income students would have access to those opportunities and uh, to this day the Educational Theater Association holds just such a special place in my heart that's actually like a dream mm-hmm. partnership yeah um, we'll see if we can make that happen <laughs> I'm, that's actually a goal of mine after Miss America whether or not I win the national title I want to partner with EDTA yes. to focus on providing again the scholarship mm-hmm. money for high school age students. No and I love that you talk about Send a Troop because in my interview for Harvest that was the one thing that I really wanted to partner with this year with my fundraising so so exciting. I love the EDTA as well. I've mm-hmm. been to festival a couple times as well and it's so much fun. Did the scholarship auditions through festival and yes. the Indiana's board has like a special place in my heart for the scholarship they gave me my senior year so yeah I un- completely understand and giving back to programs that supported me as a student and you as a student just means a lot to us because, you know, mm-hmm. they helped us get where we are. We <laughs> are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to keep talking all things The Crown and we're going to get into success and scholarship. Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Again, I am joined by Miss Indiana 2022, Elizabeth Halal. And it is time for us to dive into the Point of the Crown success. So a lot of title holders have a title that just really stuck out to them as the one that pushed them the most. Which one has that been for you? I mean, obviously, being (laughs) Miss Indiana uh, has been, you know, it's so different than being a local title holder Mm -hmm. in the way that it's just a lot more responsibility. Mm -hmm. But I always... I've been I've been so lucky. I only had two local titles. They've both been incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always kind of cite the local Miss Harvest Homecoming, which is mm-hmm. your title, as such a preparatory mm-hmm. title for the job of Miss Indiana. In the past ten years, I think we've had like three or four Miss, Miss, Indi- Har- Miss Harvest Homecomings yeah. that either the year they were or the year after have gone on to win Miss mm-hmm. Indiana. And I think that's because. Um, you know, you're representing a festival. You're the face of the festival, and that is what being Miss Indiana is. It's just on a state on level. On a state level instead of a local level. Mm-hmm. Um, so i really blessed with that. Also, uh, being Miss Southern Heartland really, really pushed me to prepare for Miss Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's more on a competition success side, but I feel like my directors there, Amanda and Laura, were so good about, like, okay, you're going to do your interview prep. You're going to do this. And mm-hmm. 
and just made it so easy now preparing for Miss America because I feel like I got a good set of tools. I definitely think you do because I talked to the Southern Heartland directors at Miss Indiana and they were so they were just so complimentary of you and Addison your outstanding teen um and they were so they're so actively recruiting they're so sweet their emails just they're I'm like oh you guys are you're so sweet and you can just tell that they really really love their job Mm -hmm. as a local title holder and Marie is still new as a um, as a director but she's brilliant she's She's incredible I, I think that because she competed as well when she was um, younger, our age, in the eligibility age range, but she has so much insight, mm-hmm. um, and she's just like a, a, a boss lady already. She is, she and is she's the so boss good. lady. She's so good at, like, identifying what makes you stand out. Mm-hmm. And she's so good at taking that and using it to push you further. Yes, for yeah. sure. We, um, I used to be so insecure about doing theater because I was like, oh, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a doctor. Like, I'm not, I'm not smart yeah. enough to be Miss Indiana. And she told me, she was like, Elizabeth, you're a different kind of smart. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's, you can use that to your advantage because it goes, so long with, goes along so well with your platform and mm-hmm. everything. So, like, all of my directors have been great. Yeah. Uh, I, but Miss Indiana has definitely pushed me mm-hmm. the most because there's so much to do with I this know. title. Yeah, and then obviously being Miss Indiana is an achievement of its own and being a local title holder in this organization is an achievement of its own mm-hmm. as well. But you've won a lot of different awards through this organization. Do you want to kind of talk about some of those? Just give us a rap sheet of just all of your accomplishments. Yes, okay, let's go. Um, at the state level, mm-hmm. last year in 2021, I was top 11 Yay. for Miss Indiana. And that was really exciting. I know. This was my first trip. I didn't think it was going to happen. And then this year, obviously, I won Miss Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Side note, sidebar, story time. Oh, okay. So when I got announced into the top five, I was like, slay. Top five, let's go, team. So uh, it, was t- <laughs> it was time to answer our final question. When yes. the scores are wiped clean and it's all based on a ballot. So it's the final question. And I'm so nervous. I'm like, it's all writing on this. And I'm talking. I gave a pretty good answer. They asked me something about Mm -hmm. the legacy that I hope to leave. And I'm trying to find the word for philanthropist. And I can't. And I'm on stage. (laughs) My eyes are so wide in front of this audience of, you know, hundreds of people. (laughs) And I cannot find the word for philanthropist. And I just, at one point, I just give up. And I was like, as a service doer. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. As a service doer. That's my favorite quote you've ever said it's, because then you had a shirt made that said Little Miss Service yeah, Doer. I, I do. I have one. Um, <laughs> and I walked off stage from that and I looked at Braxton, who was the outgoing Miss Santana, and I was like, fourth runner up, baby. Let's go. go. Uh, so that was the sidebar on that. So, yeah, one Miss Indiana somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how that happened. But uh, my Miss Indiana week experience this year was crazy. Oh, my God. Wild. Um, I won the preliminary red carpet award for the Alpha Group mm-hmm. on Thursday night. Slay. I was a Joy of Life finalist, mm-hmm. so one of the five finalists for our Quality of Life scholarship. Yeah. I got to interview for that on Friday during the day. That was super cool to watch. I know. That I they opened that, that up. It was really cool. We did them publicly, so yeah. the other competitors and the audience could come and watch the interview process because that's the one point of competition that the public doesn't see right so now they kind of got the opportunity to see kind of how it goes and i think that 
kind of affects how people look at the pageant. They're like, wow, that's a pretty hard interview process to go mm-hmm. through. And I thought it was super cool to have a window and a bird's eye view right into what that looks like. Oh, yeah. It was, I hope they, I mean, they will They're keep definitely going to keep doing it, was, it. It was so cool. Um, but then Friday night, I did my talent, uh, oh, performed Defying Gravity. And my big goal for the year actually had been to win a talent prelim. And I... It was funny because they didn't do the awards in order. No. They did, like, overall vocalist before they did talent, like, for all of the girls instead of just your group. And I was standing next to Maddie, (laughs) and they were like, the Denise Hendricks vocalist Vocalist award award goes to Miss Southern Heartland Elizabeth Hala. And I was like, what What? just happened? And there's, like, the best picture ever where I'm, like, holding your hand and your jaw is, like, Ah, like your on jaws the like double chin for I'm gonna days. put that on the website in the artifacts category because it is the cutest picture ever okay, let's I do love it. it I think it's so funny um but then after that I was presented with the performing arts scholarship mm-hmm. which uh, is an award that goes to someone pursuing a career in the performing arts the highest scoring performing arts performing major. arts major yeah and then um the talent prelim that night and it was you had crazy. you didn't have enough arms for all your awards no, I didn't. <laughs> did you? Were you the one that held the others when I had to walk yes, the runway? Yes, I did. Yes, so I did. So at the end of every preliminary night, the two prelim winners go we'll and take like, a picture. Take yeah. a picture. And I didn't want to hold the other two, so I made Maddie <laughs> hold them for me. Um, it was so surreal to receive those awards because I had worked really hard. I, I told myself starting in about March of this year, I was like 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and some days it was only five minutes or sometimes it was like I'll sing the song once on my car ride to school or whatever. But definitely just taking those small increments a little bit of a time, a little mm-hmm. bit at a time um, helped me so much. And I'm I'm really thankful that they paid yes, off for me. They did. And I mean, again, as soon as you opened your mouth, I was sitting in the audience because we went in the competition order. Mm-hmm. And so I was out there with Marie, actually, and Ella, who was the outgoing Miss Harvest Homecoming and her outstanding teen Kylie. And we were all sitting there and Marie pulls out her phone. And she's like, you're not going to believe this, Madeline. Watch this. And you start singing. I was like, no way well, she's singing defying gravity because you didn't tell me you little snake <laughs> you didn't tell me you were singing defying gravity there's a video i think that sydney took it of, i asked sydney bridges uh she's a reigning miss Fort oh my god Wayne. she's incredible she's my, she was my roommate i love, love her. her love her she's like my best pageant friend oh, she's so she funny was too. a third runner up this year but she's i asked her to record my talent on rehearsal so i could go back and watch it and give myself notes and so she sends me the video and at the top in the very background you can hear maddie go is this and sydney goes it is <laughs> <laughs> i was literally just gagged i was like no way she's actually singing defying gravity right now because you said it yourself earlier it's risky. It was risky and i was like mm, elizabeth singing this yeah everyone pack it up let's go here we <laughs> go you. but no you've talked about all of these awards and a lot of them come with scholarship which is yeah. a great segue into talking about the scholarship point of this crown so obviously you've mentioned you go to ball state Chirp, chirp, whatever. Chirp, chirp, so do you hey. want to kind of hype I'm up? I'm saying that on you, Indies Campus. That's so How rude. controversial is that? Um, a little, especially because our communication departments, if you don't know, I record in the University of Indianapolis's um, communication studios where we have our stations, but our, our <laughs> both of our communication departments go head-to-head all the time for awards, so that is extremely we controversial. We have David Letterman at You're going to need so. to apologize for that one. Actually, um, <laughs> Miss America Katie Stam is actually part of this organization. 
so okay okay well that's what i thought mm-hmm. okay yeah anyway but do you want to talk a little bit about your experience at ball state what you're majoring in kind of how your educational journey is going so far yes i'm gonna take a little back in time <laughs> back in time to uh junior year of high school let's go all right um I'm, I was like, I want to do musical theater. So I started going through the audition process and you pretty much start auditioning. It's as yeah, a junior. it's pretty stressful. It's it was lot. crazy. It's a lot. And, uh, senior year, January of my senior year, I went to Chicago Unifieds, which is where a bunch of the mm-hmm. musical theater programs from throughout the country go to Chicago and you get to audition for them there. And I auditioned for Ball State and Ball State actually was my top choice. Yay. And I got a call, um, well, actually, one of my friends got a call in, like, the next week, mm-hmm. and he was offered a spot in the program, in the musical theater BFA program. And I was like, I didn't get the call. That really stinks. Because I, w- mm-hmm. I was excited for him, but I was like, that's my dream Dang school. It, that's I want to go there. Yeah. And I got a, I got a call a few days after that, and they were like, we're putting you on our wait list. Oh. And then I got a call on April 30th and if you don't know this for musical theater programs you pretty much have to be committed by May 1st, May 1st. Mm-hmm. and on April 30th at 4 57 p.m. I get a call from the head of the department and he's like this is Elizabeth and I was like yeah <laughs> and he's like we want to offer you a spot in the BFA um and that like I cite that moment and I cite the you know winning Miss Indiana mm-hmm. as two of the most formative moments of my life um I've been really, really blessed with the opportunities that I've had at Ball State and the growth that I've had. Because when I came in, you know, being the last person accepted into our class of 22. You feel kind of ostracized. Right. I felt like I don't deserve to be here. I'm not talented enough to be here. Mm -hmm. And um, I I didn't let, you know, I I kept working hard. I tried not to let that insecurity get to me. And ultimately it paid off um, over the past Mm -hmm. three and three year, three plus years we we started with 22 people we now have 14 people in our class it's a hard program people drop it and I have gone on to have some really great roles in the shows last semester I was in the world premiere of a new musical called Skin and Bones mm-hmm. as uh, one of the supporting leads in that and now we're doing Into the Woods I'm playing the baker's wife and it's been so exciting to grow and study there with such incredible faculty and I'm proud of myself for having put oh, in yeah. the work and not letting that fear and that Um, almost feeling of rejection or insecurity get in the way of me going toward my dream, which Mm -hmm. is to be a performer. Absolutely. And I remember when I knew you in high school, hearing the progression of your voice from your senior year to where it is now in your senior year of college is just absolutely mind-blowing. You You have improved so much. Obviously, a big um, selling point for this organization is the scholarship money. And talk about how that's kind of helped you be able to expand your educational horizon, especially with the money that you're going to receive from the state organization and the money that supported you from the local titles as well. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. My family, as I was going into college, we were really, really worried about how are we going to afford this. And I got pretty lucky um, to get scholarships from Ball State Mm -hmm. as well. But my involvement with the Miss America organization has paid off all of my other college funds. So I've earned $19,500, so nearly $20,000 competing in the Miss Indiana organization from my three titles that I've won and various preliminary awards. And I'm just really, really grateful that this organization has funded my education so that I can um, graduate in a place where I'm not like owing the government (laughs) thousands and thousands of dollars. And I can really focus on 
building building my life and mm-hmm. taking the next steps forward in my career. Absolutely. And I mean, you mentioned you've always wanted to be a performer. What do you think would be your dream job besides Miss America? Like what dream <sighs> job or dream role do you just want so bad? I want to tour. I would love to go on the Broadway national tours where mm-hmm. you get to see all the different cities. And I, like I, you know, my platform is arts accessibility. And I think that New York is incredible and I would love to be on Broadway. But there's something about the touring it Mm -hmm. it is so much more accessible to more people because you're taking it you know these people don't have to fly all the way out to the big apple and Mm -hmm. get a hotel room and stay there but instead you're taking it to these people's homes and you're taking it um around the world like you're getting to see the world while you Mm -hmm. do this so i think that would be awesome speaking of roles uh obviously mm. i would love to do alphabet (laughs) and wicked i'm predictable whatever Mm. um i I'm really interested in exploring new material. Ever yeah. since I worked on a new musical last semester, I have been so mesmerized with that creative process as well. And I love to play roles that are women who have survived something but mm-hmm. still remain really positive and hopeful. And I just think that uh, is such a good example. Yeah, speaking of roles like that, if you ever play Alice Murphy in Bright Star, please call me. The amount I of money I would show. pay to see you sing at last. Oh, <laughs> it's such a good show. Oh, yes, I know. But you, like I said, your voice has grown so much. It's it, Guys, if you've not heard Elizabeth sing, that's your loss. Please go to the Miss Indiana Instagram and listen to this girl sing. You will not regret it. It is incredible. But yeah, I mean, your college experience in general, what, if you had one word to sum it up, what would it be? It's been exciting. Exciting? Exciting. Yes, because it's a different thing every day. Definitely studying theater, you are presented with, you know, I'm not sitting there memorizing facts and figures. I'm memorizing lines, yes, but I'm getting to do research on so many different things. Mm -hmm. You know, you play a role that's a nuclear scientist and you're all of a sudden reading about (laughs) nuclear energy and and I'm like how did I get here (laughs) getting my bachelor of fine arts degree but it's the things you have to do I mean I could talk about the double helix structure of DNA and (laughs) but then on the other side of things like the next class I'm crawling around on the floor like a cat so (laughs) you know all of the seriously you've had to crawl around on the floor like a cat I've girl I've had to do so many like weird things like that um one time (laughs) so in my sophomore year I took this class called singing actor it's like the dreaded class at Ball State it's the big class and we were assigned songs and my first singing actor song that I had to work on for this semester was don't rain on my parade and it's really funny because I used to be so meek and quiet and Uh Fanny Bryce could not be further from that and so they they we get into class and my teacher is standing there with a pool noodle and she hands it to me and she calls up my classmate Jeremiah and she's like, sing the song and whack him with the pool noodle. So I spent five minutes being like, don't tell me not to live. And like hitting this guy with a pool noodle. And that's what I'm getting my degree in. So Pool noodle assault while singing Don't Rain on My Parade. <laughs> okay, guys, that's what's never gonna be invite Elizabeth to a pool party <laughs> is what we've learned. I will win any chicken fight, anything that's of going on. Of course you will win. <laughs> <laughs> now, if there's somebody out there listening who hasn't explored this organization before, what would your piece of advice be to them? Or what would your big selling point be to get involved? My big selling point is always scholarship. So, <laughs> you know, I think it's awesome that this is the segue into it. That's that and again the opportunity to perform on stage is what got me into it but girls are they have the opportunity to afford an education through this Mm -hmm. organization and not only that but prepare them for their career um, and their collegiate and professional career through Mm -hmm. this organization having the opportunity to talk to people and be in interview rooms and just learning 
the basic skills of professionalism in a safe environment, you know, from that 19 to 26 years old, you might mm-hmm. not have yet been thrown into the corporate or professional world. Um, but I'm getting a safe space to explore that professionalism without, you know, my whole life writing on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Elizabeth, we've only got one more segment left, which makes me want to cry because that means we're almost out of time. But we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we're talking all things Miss America. All right, we are back with episode one of season two of the Four Points Podcast. I am joined today by Miss Indiana, Elizabeth Halal, and we're going to wrap this thing up talking all things Miss America. So what are you most looking forward to about the Miss America competition? It's such a surreal thing to be going Mm -hmm. and and just to have this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And what's special about it is that we get to share it with like-minded women. That's mm-hmm. been the best part for me about being part of the Miss Indiana organization is the the friendships that I've made. I mean, truly, when I was competing, some of my future bridesmaids were standing up yes. there next to me. Yes. And um, when we got to go down for Miss America orientation in August and meet these girls, there were a few of them that I just got really, really close to. And I'm looking forward to having some more time with them, getting to know them all a little bit better, because, I mean, these are the the shapers of tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. they're these down to earth and talented and kind and funny Mm -hmm. women. (laughs) And it's just a good time. Like We just have fun. I can't wait. I think it's going to be so much fun which states did you get really close with i know you and miss illinois are like bffs because you're like the border sisters but like who else did you really get close with so obviously uh miss illinois she actually came to my crowning as miss indiana and so that she was the first of my sisters that i met uh i got really close to miss kentucky i know like all the local the local ladies um hannah is just like the sweetest girl ever she's so cute i love her so cute um my my roommate was miss nebraska (laughs) we got very very close and then also, uh, Miss Oregon and I, she, there's this picture that we took because, you know, like Wicked is the theme of everything, I guess, where we look like Alphaba and Glinda. And she is just, like, she really is Glinda. Like, she is this ball of sunshine and you just want to be around her. And oh, she's also so a musical sweet. theater major at uh, Boston Conservatory. Okay. So uh, we've kind of bonded over our musical theater love. But there are so many girls uh, there that I've gotten close uh, miss ten uh, i just i'm just gonna sit here and list them all i love miss tennessee i love uh miss mississippi i could sit here and list so many of the girls um they've just these successful down-to-earth women i love that now what do you think like what are you looking the most forward to like in the competition sense so Mm -hmm. obviously you're gonna have the friendships and spending time in a different state and getting to go through the miss america experience but which phase of competition at miss america are you just ecstatic for i think i know the answer but well (laughs) do you know the answer yeah you know the answer i know the answer Uh, it's talent yeah i also love interview i oh i know you love interview love talking (laughs) i I, duh obviously if you're listening (laughs) to this podcast you know i love talking we've been recording this for like two hours um but i'm really excited to do talent we've got this super edgy approach to defying gravity and i'm interested to bring a lot of my own rounding back to the beginning my own style Mm -hmm. into this performance and I really want the audience to feel like they're they're being told the story and that's just my favorite part of being a performer is connecting with the audience in that way leading with your heart leading with the story and I cannot wait to do that (laughs) on the Miss America stage and do you have any goal that you've set for yourself with Aaron and Steve your directors or just you've set like with your own self like what do you think is the goal that you are going to go into the competition with Uh, my number one goal is to just show up authentically and I really want the the other girls and the judges to see who I am authentically. Um, in our 
um, in recording our pre-show interviews uh, Mm -hmm. at Miss America's Outstanding Teen, um, they asked me what stereotypes I've faced in my life. And something that I've really faced is as an actor, a lot of people think that like we're on all the time. Mm -hmm. But acting is a job. It's just like any other job. You clock in, you clock out. And um, I really want to push that you can be an artist and you can see the world in this beautiful romantic way and still be really real and really down to earth. And um, throughout the week, I want the judges and the other girls to see that about myself because yes I can put on a mask and pretend to be the wicked witch of the west (laughs) um but I I am at the end of the day I'm just Elizabeth and I just want to show up truly authentic to myself and you know if like (laughs) if I place that's amazing um if I win at talent prelim, that's incredible. And what little girl does not dream, of course, of being Miss America? Yeah. Uh, I've got a plan. So at the end of the day, that's really all I can do uh, because I'm competing against the nation's best. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been a part of the Miss America organization. Correct me if I'm wrong. You first competed for a local title in 2019, right? Uh, my fir- Actually, my first time competing for a local title was in 2018. 18, okay. Uh, but I was second runner-up to that local title, and that was... That I didn't go to state that year. Yeah, okay. So you've been on this road in this organization for about six, not six, math is so hard. <laughs> I'm a comm major for four a reason. Years. Four, four years. years. Yes. Four years. So how do you think your four years of going through the local process, competing mm-hmm. at state, not winning the first time, then becoming a state title holder has kind of prepped you to be the best candidate for the job of Miss America? I got really excited about that question and I, I made a very excited face. And now they can hear that. <laughs> I, and and this kind of relates back to my work as an actor, Mm -hmm. I am very comfortable with hearing the word no. I'm very comfortable with rejection now in that sense. And I think that Miss America is somebody who has to be willing to, um, as a, I'll say, uh, a word I penned myself, Mm -hmm. as a service doer. As a service doer. But as somebody that's promoting an organization, you have to be willing to reach out to people and try to make connections. And I I think that Miss America has to be fearless in that way. But a big part of being fearless is being comfortable with hearing no. So Mm -hmm. I have all these dream partnerships that I want to work on. And I think that the platform of Miss America would give me the opportunity to, uh, I mean, really make a national and international impact within the arts community. Um, But I also know that I'm going to hear a lot of no, and I just have to remain persistent. And that's something that I've done with my time in the Miss America organization and also with my time as a performer. Also, and one thing I just wanted to bring up because she's sitting in here with us, (laughs) it is Julie. Do you want to just give a quick description of who Julie is really fast? I'll let you you hold her. Yes, I will hold her. So (laughs) if you're familiar with American Girl Dolls, (laughs) this is a plug. Please sponsor me, American Girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, Whenever the Miss America or the Miss America, whenever <laughs> the American Girl Doll memes were like really big on the internet, me and Hannah Stomba, who's a local title holder, we got such a kick out of them, and it really became a thing. And we have re-sparked our love for American Girl. But she gave me as a gift at my first local that I traveled to a mini Julie doll. So the little six-inch American Girl dolls. It's Julie, um, but we've dressed her in. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, Julie will be wearing, right, uh, we've dressed her in this pink ball gown that is a Barbie dress and a Barbie tiara. Oh, so now serving. she is a pageant queen of her own. She is barefoot because I can't get any shoes <laughs> that'll fit her that look right. Um, but Julie is my travel companion. She sits in my crown box with me, and we travel the state of Indiana together. And 
she's popular with the kiddos. Mm. She's popular with the title holders. All the state <laughs> and local title holders think she's so funny. So uh, she's my buddy, and I love her. And she's here recording the podcast with us. And will Julie be making an appearance at Miss America? I hope so. <laughs> uh, yes, Julie will be traveling with me to Connecticut. Uh, yes, you I, need to get her a little sash. Like I really a little do. Miss Indiana's I want it to doll. Be, I either want it to be Miss Indiana's Outstanding Doll or Miss American Girl. Oh, that's so cute. cute. Um, but yeah, she travels everywhere with me, and <laughs> it's just a funny story. It's on my paperwork for Miss America. Like, but you that, carry around. I a carry Julie around doll? a American Girl doll to all my appearances. That like, <laughs> who is this girl? She's insane. <laughs> How did she get here? She, th- who let her in? <laughs> every, the top thing on my fun facts on my paperwork is that I'm afraid of goats, and I have never gone an interview with. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had an interview without them being like, why are you afraid of goats? And I always have to tell them it's because of that movie, The Vavitch. If you haven't seen it, it's horrifying. <laughs> um, spoiler alert for that movie, the goat becomes like the villain. <laughs> and I was fully like 16, 17 years old when I watched this movie. And I am scarred for life. And I'm horrified of goats. You're horrified of goats. Please never go to the state fair ever. Oh, no, I just... I'm just brave in it, you know? Really? Yeah, I used to work in an animal farm. <laughs> I did. As being afraid of goats. Being afraid of goats. And one time I had to, like, distract a goat so that they wouldn't fight in front of the kids because I was giving a tour guide. I was a like, tour guide. I was giving a yeah. tour. Um, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> they're oh, they're oh horrifying, but face your fears. Face your fears. That's my big profound advice for the end of the episode (laughs) (laughs) all right well elizabeth unfortunately we're out of time today but thank you so much for stopping by visiting little old me at und to record this episode i know you're on your way out to Terre Haute to give away your title and do some miss america prep here in indianapolis but again thank you thank you thank thank you for having me this was so fun we just elizabeth and i have known each other for so long i think maddie and i might just like start our own podcast where we just talk because the amount of times we had (laughs) (laughs) the amount of times we had to just stop and laugh at ourselves while recording this while recording this if only there was like video recording of this time Well, thank you so much to all of you for listening. We are officially back in full swing here with the Four Points Podcast. If you or another title holder that you know would like to have their story shared, be sure to visit my website. Send me an email because I would love to talk to you. And guess what? I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.